Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 96 through 110. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Sermon 96. Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 96 through 110 by Cyril of Alexandria. Translated by R. Payne Smith sermon ninety six luke thirteen six through nine and he spake this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came out and sought fruit thereon but found none then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard lo three years indeed i come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none cut it down therefore why doth it make the ground also barren but he answered and said unto him lord let it alone this year also until i dig around it and dung it and if it bear fruit in the coming year well and if not thou shalt cut it down the psalmist shows the surpassing gentleness of christ the saviour of us all in these words lord what is man that thou art mindful of him or the son of man that thou visitest him for man upon earth as far as his bodily nature is concerned is dust and ashes but he has been honoured by god by having been made in his image and likeness not in his bodily shape that is but rather because he is capable of being just and good and fitted for all virtue the creator therefore takes care of him as being his creature and for the purpose of adorning the earth for as the prophet isaiah saith he made it not in vain but that it should be inhabited inhabited of course by a rational animal who can discern with the eyes of the mind the creator and artificer of the universe and glorify him like the spirits that are above but because by the deceiving arts of the serpent he had turned aside unto wickedness and was held fast by the chains of sin and removed far from god christ to enable him once again to mount upwards has sought him out and fashioned him anew to what he was at first and granted him repentance as the pathway to lead him unto salvation he proposes therefore a wise parable but we ought perhaps first to explain what was the occasion which led to it or what at all the necessity why he brought it forward there were therefore certain who told christ the saviour of us all that pilate had put to death cruelly and without pity certain galileans and mingled their blood with their sacrifices and others that the tower near shiloh had fallen and eighteen persons perished beneath the ruins and afterwards referring to these things christ had said to his hearers verily i say unto you except ye repent ye also shall in like manner perish this was the head and root of the present parable and that at which it was as it were aimed now the outer sense of this passage needs not a single word for its explanation but when we search into its inward and secret and unseen purport it is we affirm as follows the israelites after our saviour's crucifixion were doomed to fall into the miseries they deserved 
jerusalem being captured and its inhabitants slaughtered by the sword of the enemy nor were they to perish thus only but their houses were to be burnt with fire and even the temple of god demolished it is probable therefore that he likens the synagogue of the jews to a fig tree for the sacred scripture also compares them to various plants to the vine for instance and the olive and even to a forest for the prophet jeremiah at one time says of jerusalem or rather of its inhabitants israel is a vine with many branches and again at another addressing it he says the lord hath called thy name a beautiful olive tree well shaded in appearance at its pruning time a fire was kindled in it great was the tribulation that was upon it its branches were destroyed and another of the holy prophets comparing it to mount lebanon thus speaks open thy doors o lebanon and the fire shall devour thy cedars for the forest that was in jerusalem even the people there many as they were and innumerable was destroyed as by fire he takes therefore as i said the fig-tree spoken of in the parable as a figure of the jewish synagogue that is of the israelites and three years he says he sought fruit upon it and found none by which i think are signified to us those three periods during which the jewish synagogue bore no fruit the first of these one may say was that in which moses and aaron and his sons lived who served god holding the office of the priesthood according to the law the second was the period of jeshua the son of nun and the judges who succeeded him and the third that in which the blessed prophets flourished down to the time of john the baptist during these periods israel brought forth no fruit but i can imagine persons making to this the following objection but lo it did fulfil the service ordained by the law and offered the sacrifices which consisted in the blood of victims and burning incense but to this we reply that in the writings of moses there was only a type of the truth and a gross and material service there was not as yet a service simple pure and spiritual such as we affirm god chiefly loves having so learnt of christ who said god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth as far therefore as regarded the good will of the father and evidently that also of the son the service which consisted in shadows and types was unacceptable being utterly without fruit in whatsoever appertains to a sweet spiritual savour and therefore it was rejected for so the saviour teaches us when saying to god the father in heaven sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not and whole burnt offerings and sin offerings thou didst not require and again by the voice of isaiah he saith himself to those who were seeking to fulfil it for who hath required this at your hands tread my court no more if ye bring fine meal it is vain incense is an abomination unto me how therefore can that which god hates and abominates 
be supposed to be the rational and spiritual fruit of the soul and acceptable unto him he says therefore lo three years do i come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none cut it down therefore why doth it make the ground also useless as though he would say let the place of this barren fig tree be laid bare for then there will come up or may be planted there some other tree and this too was done for the multitude of the gentiles was summoned into its room and took possession of the inheritance of the israelites it became the people of god the plant of paradise a germ good and honourable and knoweth how to bring forth fruit not in shadows and types but rather by a pure and perfectly stainless service even that which is in spirit and in truth as being offered to god who is an immaterial being the owner then of the ground said that the fig tree which during so long a time had been barren and without fruit must be cut down but the vine-dresser it says besought him saying lord let it alone this year also until i dig around it and dung it and if it bear fruit in the coming year well and if not thou shalt cut it down now it is necessary to inquire who is to be understood by the vine-dresser if then any one choose to affirm that it is an angel who was appointed by god as the guardian of the synagogue of the jews he would not miss a suitable interpretation for we remember that the prophet zechariah wrote that one of the holy angels stood offering supplications for jerusalem and saying o lord almighty how long wilt thou not have mercy upon jerusalem and on the cities of judah which thou hast abandoned lo for seventy years and it is written also in exodus that when the ruler of the land of the egyptians with his warriors was pursuing after the israelites and was already upon the point of engaging with them in battle the angel of god stood between the camp of the israelites and of the egyptians and the one came not near the other all the night there is therefore nothing unbefitting in supposing here also that the holy angel who was the guardian of the synagogue offered supplications in its behalf and prayed for a respite if perchance yielding to better influence it might yet bring forth fruit but if any one should say that the vine-dresser is the son this view also has a reason on its side not unbefitting right arguments for he is our advocate with the father and our propitiation and the husbandman of our souls who pruneth away constantly whatever is to our hurt and filleth us with rational and holy seeds that so we may bring forth for him fruits and so he spake of himself a sower went out to sow his seed and it in no respect militates against the glory of the son that he assumes the character of the vine-dresser for the father is himself also found to have taken it without being exposed to any blame for so doing for the son said to the holy apostles i am the vine ye are the branches my father is the husbandman 
for the verbal expression must from time to time be made to accord with the suppositions which are laid down let him therefore be supposed to be the advocate in our behalf and he says let it alone this year also until i dig around it and dung it and what then is this year but plainly this fourth year this time subsequent to those former periods is that in which the only begotten word of god became man to stir up like some husbandmen by spiritual exhortations the israelites who had withered away in sin digging round them and warming them to make them fervent in spirit for he repeatedly denounced against them destruction and ruin wars and slaughters burnings and captivities and immitigable wrath while on the other hand he promised if they would believe on him and now at length become fruitful trees that he would give them life and glory the grace of adoption the communion of the holy ghost and the kingdom of heaven but israel was incapable of being taught even thus it was still a barren fig tree and continued so to be it was cut down therefore that it might not make the ground useless and in its stead there sprung up as a fertile plant the gentile church beautiful and fruit-bearing deeply rooted and incapable of being shaken for they have been counted as children unto abraham and have been engrafted into the good olive tree for a root has been preserved and israel has not utterly perished but that it was doomed to be cut down on account of its utter barrenness the blessed john the baptist also declared in these words behold the axe is laid at the root of the trees every tree therefore that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire and one of the holy prophets also text missing end of sermon ninety six